<laughs> okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem Abayim. Good to see everybody back. I believe this is uh, our first Agra de Perkashir of the upcoming season. Tavshin Pei Gimel. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu grant us Yatadashmaya. We shall learn together um, in good health. Um, so, uh, if I may, if anybody would like to obtain... The Sefer and Lashon Hakodesh Ambrishes Magad Arkiach Elak Aleph Ambrishes. You could go to RabbiDG.com. You could order it with free shipping. It is available, um, and it's very good to see everybody. We have a very important share today. Today's topic is how to get on Hashem's good side. You know, in life, many times people get caught up. How do I get on that person's good side? How do I get that person to like me? And very often it's an exercise in uh, futility. Uh, sometimes it's within our capacity. Sometimes it's not. But the most important question is, well, how do we get on Hashem's good side? How do we get Hashem to like us? You know, not just how do we get reward. Okay, you know, that's also Madrega. Rav Miller would say in our generation, Halavai, we should do mitzvahs for reward. But beyond that, how do we get Hashem to like us, to love us? Let's try to study Noyach. While the entire generation was drowning in boiling hot flood water with sulfur, becoming completely disintegrated, Noyach was saved, him, his wife, his children, his whole family. Why? Why did God save Noyach? I mean, that that's certainly worthy of our attention. What did Noyach do that he found so, that Hashem appreciated him so much, that Hashem said, you know what? Build yourself a boat, and while I destroy the whole world, I'm going to save you. I mean, that would be uh, worthy of our attention. And the last Pasuk in Beresha says, Noach found favor in the eyes of God. And that seems to imply he did not deserve to be saved. He did not he was not worthy to be saved. But he had a special charm. He had a special chain. You know, you could have two kids. One kid he does something wrong, he'll never get away with it. He shouldn't. Why should he get away with it? There's another kid, even though he does something wrong and he shouldn't get away with it, somehow they always get away with everything. As they say, they get away with murder. How? Why? Uh, <laughs> they have this charm. They have this, you know, intangible quality that you just, you know, you have to look away. You let them, you, you, let, you let it slide. And that's the simple... Reading of the Pasuk, Amar of Abba Bar Kahana, Kini Chamti Ki Asisem, V'noyach Matzachin, God regretted creating man, but Noyach found favor. Atmala, it's a wonder, the Medrash says. Ela Afilu Noyach Shinishtar Mayam Loi Shahaya Kedai, Ela Shamatzachin. You know, there, there, are certain, there are certain people, they would get a bad mark, and they would get it, and some people, they would get a bad mark, and they can't, they could do no wrong. The Rabbeinu B'chayi says that these wicked were roy to be wiped out, but this tzaddik was roy to be saved because he found chen in the eyes of Hashem. 
the Risham were punished by being drowned, and the reward of Nayach Sadik is that he found favor. So now, we're learning, uh, the Rabbi Machai seems to be saying a little bit different than the Medrash. The Medrash seems to say that he did not, he was not deserving to be saved. He did not warrant to be saved. He did not earn to be saved. It's just that he had a special charm. Rabbeinu B'chaye learns, no, that chen is, so to speak, the highest madrega that a person could achieve in the eyes of Hashem. And that is what Shlomo HaMelech says. Listen to the music of this Pasuk. Nivchar shame me'oyshar rav. A good name is greater than great wealth. There are many people who have a lot of money, but they're still missing a good reputation. Money cannot buy everything. <laughs> Almost everything. There are a lot of things that money could buy. Almost everything, you know. Somebody, he doesn't learn. He could buy learning. He pays the Talmud Chacham and he could get schar for learning. Yeah, somebody doesn't live in Eretz Yisrael. You could actually, uh, the Chida writes, for uh, for those who don't live in Eretz Yisrael, you could buy it. So you support someone who lives in Eretz Yisrael. You get schar of Yishev Eretz Yisrael. Actually, the Chidah says the best way to spend your money is to support Torah in Eretz Yisrael. This way, you know, you get uh, you get the best bang for your buck. You're supporting Torah and you're supporting Yishev Eretz Yisrael. So money could buy a lot of things. The Chidah even says that if somebody doesn't learn and he supports other people from learning, we know Torah protects you from the Sahara. But what about a guy who doesn't learn? Well, if you support Torah, that also protects you from the Sahara. But there's one thing money can't buy. It can't buy a good name. can't buy a good reputation. It's one of the only things money can't buy. And you know what else it can't buy? So, the, so Shlomo HaMelech says, a name is more valuable than great wealth. But even greater than silver and gold is charm. Charm is also intangible. You can't buy it. There's some people... They're just this quality that they have that they're likable. It's a certain likability. Where does it come from? So that's what we want to study today. Where does chen come from? How does one find favor in the eyes of Hashem? By the way, we say on Rosh Hashanah, V'gam es noyach bi'ahava zacharta v'atifkadeo b'fkudas Yeshua v'rachamim That God loved noyach. So not only did noyach find favor in the eyes of Hashem, God loved him. How do we get Hashem to love us? We always talk about the mitzvah that we have to love Hashem. That's a mitzvah, by the way, that one should make sure they fulfill every single day of their life. It's not enough just to say the words, While you say those words, one should be mechavin, to be mechai in the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. And if you can't do it then, before you eat breakfast in the morning, make sure you had a mind to be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Avas Hashem once a day. But how do you, that's for us to love Hashem. How do we get Hashem to love us? So says Shlomo, a name is more valuable than great wealth. More valuable than silver and gold is, is charm, is chen. Rav Shamshin Falher says, the highest madrega that one could reach is to find favor in the eyes of Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu said, Please tell me, what do I need to do to find favor in your eyes? 
So what we're going to examine today is what ingredients are necessary to have chen, chen in the eyes of Hashem, chen in the eyes of other people. We all know, you know, sometimes you have meet somebody and you say, oh, they have a lot of chen. Does it mean they're smart? Does it mean they are good looking? Does it mean that they are creative? They have a nice person. What is chen? It's an intangible. Sometimes you could have somebody that objectively maybe is not so nice looking, but they still have chen. Sometimes you have somebody who maybe is very aesthetically beautiful, but they, in a certain way, have no chen at all. They have no charm at all. So what ingredients are necessary to be able to gain chen be'ene le'kem v'yadam? And Rav Hagoyin Rav Asher Weiss, in his essays, in the back of his Sefer on Parshas Noyach, Rav Asher Weiss, of course, is a uh, one of the leading Paiskim today, one of the leading Torah personalities, who is the Paiskim of Shari Tzedek Hasbro, the head of Mechayin Minchas Asher. I had the zechus to uh, spend time with him many, many occasions. And he was a Bucky. But Torah scans through the Torah and identifies those Mamore Chazal that teach us how to gain Chain. And Rav Ashawai says primarily Chain is uh, achieved by uh, four things. Number one, the Pasuk says in Mishlei, La'anovim yitain Chain, to the humble. Actually, it's written the la'anoyim, but that, but it's re- pronounced la'anovim to the humble. God gives charm, and that's uh, something that Shlomo Melech says. So, according to um, the das of the great Chachamim, the Mishlei we find to the humble that are not arrogant and they recognize their limitations and their their seichel is only basar v'adam. They have chen, they have charm. Now that's something I think we all recognize. Uh, sometimes you meet a tzaddik that's very humble and it's just refreshing. It's something that is likable. It is something that people are attracted to. It is something that engenders goodwill. And then you could have somebody who maybe is of great eminence, but nevertheless, they're very arrogant and it doesn't smell right. The shmek is it's off-putting. There's a certain charm that humility um, garners a person. So that's the first ingredient of chen. La'anovim yitain chen. Number two, tamimus. Tamimus is as follows. Tamimus we would normally translate as genuineness or uh, wholeheartedness. But it means something more than that. It means someone who is tamim with Hashem. The Pasuk says in Tehillim, Ki shemesh Hashem lekim. God is a sun and a shield. Chein v'chavoyd yitein Hashem. Grace, charm, and honor God gives. Layimna toiv laholchim betamim. What is tamim? Tamim is those who do not prognosticate into the future. But rather, they don't go to diviners, they don't go to soothsayers. They don't go to Kabbalists to tell them the future. 
but instead they are wholehearted with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They do their due diligence, they do their Heshtadlos, and they put their faith in God that things will turn out well. They don't need to go to holy men to say, well, my son's name is X, the girl's name is Y. Will this be a good Shidduch? Will this not be a good Shidduch? Chas v'shalem to do something like that. For what? Why don't you have trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Uh, you, you, the boy meets the girl. She has good midos. She comes from a family of Yirei Shamayim. She has good character. She's not argumentative. He likes her. So then why does he need to go to a, a Makobal? He could go for a bracha. But to see that the Shidduch will be good? Why are you looking into the future? We don't do that. That's not... That is not um, authentic Jewish practice. One should be Tamim. If one is Tamim, they will have Chaim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The stipler, Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, was, were very, very against such practices. We don't go to people to find out the future. We do what our responsibility is. We act in good faith. We pray. We have Yerushamayim. We do our due diligence. We maybe could get a bracha, but we don't look into the future. Tamim tia im Hashem elakecha. Um, by the way, does that mean that you should not look on ultrasound to determine the gender of a baby? Yeah, many many chacham and many rabbanim say that uh, don't look into the future. You'll be happy with what God sends you when it happens. Uh, of course, a person, um, if the doctor recommends ultrasound to the, to, for the uh, health and the well-being of an embryo, so that's part of hishtadlos. But just to be able to figure out what kind of wallpaper to get or what kind of crib you need to buy, yeah, that's one of the reasons that it's better to wait and uh, find out the good news when it happens. In any event, that's the Midah of Tamim. Rashi says, Do not investigate into the future. That is something that brings chen. When somebody puts their faith in God and he doesn't uh, look into the future. Our Rosh Hashiva, Rav Hanach would say about his father, Rav David, Rav David would never say the following words. What will be? What's going to be? I don't know what's going to be. Well, what do you mean what's going to be? You know, my, my father likes to say, he has a list. The list is called, it's not my problem. Everybody should have a list. The list says, that's not my problem. You know what's not your problem? What's going to be? It's going to be. That's, you know, when uh, Hashem created the world, that's how Hashem will decide what, what's going to be. We do what we need to do in the moment. Of course, there there is reasonable hishtadlis to do for the future. Sometimes a person has to put away money for the future. But that's what we call um, normative hishtadlis. But to be excessively anxious and worried about the future, it's not our world, and we don't have to worry about uh, tomorrow that uh, nobody is guaranteed about. Okay, that's the second ingredient. The third ingredient is Yerashamayim. Yerashamayim, fear of God. The Gemara Sukkah says, Mem Tesam Abeiz, Amrabchama Bar Papa. Anyone who has chain, anyone who has charm, it is known that he is God fearing. Like it says, Chesed Hashem 
Me'olam v'yad olam al yireyav. The fear of God is from this world to the next world for those who fear Him. So if you see someone who has chen, then you know that he has yirashamayim. So yirashamayim is another ingredient of chen. And number four, learning Torah brings charm. It says in Mishlei, Ayelas ahovim v'yalas chen da'adeha yiravucha b'chaleis v'havasa tishgatame. A gazelle, a, a beloved gazelle, it elicits chen, it satiates at all times. One will be engrossed in its love always. From here we see that learning Torah brings charm. In fact, the Gemara says that anyone who stays up late learning Torah at night, a thread of charm will envelop the person during the morning. The Marshal explains, usually if you see somebody in the morning who is agitated, anxious, irritated. It's because they stayed up late. But Chazal tell us that if someone stays, stays up late learning, they will have charm. It's very interesting. The Gemara tells us a story in Ksubis about a certain disease. The name of the disease is called Ba'alei Ra'asan. It's a disease where the person has pimples that ooze pus and it's very contagious even to be in the same wind space as someone who has a disease. And the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan said, be very, very uh, cautious, be very, very concerned from the fleas of Bali Ra'asan. Rabbi Zera would not go in the wind space of someone who had the disease. Rabbi Lezer would not go into the same room. Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi would not eat from the eggs of anything in the whole neighborhood. But Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi would go hang out with these choylim and he would learn Torah. He would say, what do you mean? Ayeles ahovim v'yalas chen. The Torah engenders grace. If the Torah engenders grace, you don't think it protects? So from here we learn that the Torah offers not only protection, but it gives a person charm. Torah gives a person charm. You know, Rabbi Aryeh Levine, tzaddik in our time, you read the stories how he would visit the uh, lepers and other ill people, people who had, were so contagious, if they would put on tefillin, the tefillin would have to be burned so as the, so that the disease would not spread. Rabbi Aryeh Levine was not afraid he would go visit these people. And this is the idea. The Torah is Yalas Chen. But I want to share with you an amazing uh, discovery, Rabbi Asher Weiss. So first I had the Hebrew Sefer, Rabbi Asher Weiss, Minchas Asher. And then I, w- I took a look at the Art Scroll, Minchas Asher. And in the Art Scroll, Minchas Asher, there was something there that did not appear in the Hebrew. So I called up Art Scroll. I said, is the English a translation of the Hebrew? And they said, yeah. I said, so why are there things in the English that are not in the Hebrew? They said, I don't know. Call Rav Asher Weiss. I said, what's his number? They didn't know his number. So I tracked down Rav Asher Weiss and I had my brother call him up. And I said, are, is there information in the English edition that's not in the Hebrew edition? He said, yes, because first we came out with the Hebrew and then we came out with the English and we made additions to it. So this is a really beautiful added Chiddush. Because the Gemara says that... 
this very same Rabbi Shua ben Levi, they said to Rabbi Shua ben Levi, Actually, our Gersa is, they said to Rabbi Shua ben Levi, Toysus' Gersa is, Rabbi Shua ben Levi reported, children came into the base Medrash, and they said, Chidushim, that even in the days of, of Yehoshua ben Nun, we didn't have such wondrous Chidushim. What did they say? They said, Aleph, Bez, Gimel, Dalid. Aleph, Bez stands for Aleph, Bina, learn Torah. Gimel, Dalid. Gimel, Dalim. Du Chesed. Why is the foot of the Gimel pointed toward the Dalid? Because those who do Chesed, they run to do, to do Chesed. And if you do that, Hevav. That's the name of God. God's name will descend on the person. Zayin Ches. God will zan oischa. He'll give you nourishment. Chan oischa. He will give you charm. Meitiv lecha. He will do kindness to you. V'noisin lecha yerusha. He will give you an inheritance. So here we see another ingredient of chen. Aleph beis gimel dalid. Aleph bina learn Torah. So that we saw already. But gimel dalid is gemoel dalim. Do chesed. Says Rav Asher Weiss. But we know from Ksubis that Rabbi Shua ben Levi said, learning, teaching Torah alone brings chesed. And here the Gemara is saying, Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet. Learn Torah, do chesed. Meaning, not just learning Torah brings charm, but what kind of Torah? Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, a Torah of chesed. That was the Torah of Rabbi Shua ben Levi, where you had these lonely, ill people. They were despicable. They were disgusting. Nobody wanted to look at them. Nobody wanted to be in their company. Nobody could stand being in their presence. And everybody ran away from them. And Rabbi Shua ben Levi didn't just teach them Torah. He he was close with them. He participated with them. He spent time with them. So it's not enough to teach Torah. It's to, who should you teach Torah to? To the lonely, to the downtrodden, to the brokenhearted. This is, Rav Asher points out, Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Lishitase, the Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi who in Ksubis went to teach Torah to the Balei Ra'asan, to those who were brokenhearted and lonely and despicable. This is the same Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi who darshins. Aleph Beis Gimel Dalid. Aleph Bina, learn Torah, Gimel Dalid, Gimel Dalim, do Chesed to the brokenhearted. It's the very same Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. So we have four ingredients of Chain. Number one, humility. Number two, Tamimos, not looking into the future. Number three, Yerashamayim. Number four, Esek HaTayra. Tayra of Chesed. Rav Asher Weiss points out that there is a fifth ingredient. And maybe we'll point out there's a sixth ingredient. In Mishle we find, by the way here, Rav Asher Weiss on the Parsha, the Gemara can be understood in greater depth by comparing it to another Gemara, in which the sages taught the same Rav Shubham Levi, that the letters of the Alephes can be interpreted as an acrostic, which teaches us the path of life. Seichel toiv yitain chen. Common sense brings charm. By the way, I think that's also very intuitive. Very often people like others who have common sense. As they say, common sense is something which is not so common. You could have someone who's a big tzaddik. Yeah, Davin's a very long shmanesser. 
You could have someone who's a big lamdin. You could have someone who's brilliant. You could have someone who's A, B, C, and D. And sometimes they're missing what we call the fifth Shulchan Aruch. They're missing common sense. Common sense is something that it's not easily acquired. <laughs> and here we find Seichel Toiv Yitain Chaim. Common sense gives Chaim. So is that a fifth ingredient? No, it could be not. Rav Weiss points out who gets Seichel Toiv? Reishis Chachma Yiras Hashem. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. Seichel Toiv. It grants Good intellect. It grants common sense. So Seichel Toiv is a product of Yerashamayim. So it could be it's not a new ingredient of Chain, but Seichel Toiv is the result of Yerashamayim. And it could be Seichel Toiv is an aspect of Chain. One of the dimensions of Chain is our Seichel Toiv. So for the most part, we have four ingredients of Chain. Number one, humility. Number two, Tamimos. Number three, Yerashamayim. Number four, Limara Who in the Chumash do we know found Chain? Noyach. Vinoyach Matzachain Beinei Hashem. Well, then says Rav Weiss, isn't it amazing that we find that Noyach had all these four ingredients? But first, Rav Ashawai says that these four ingredients of, of chen, they bring the shechina onto a person. First of all, Torah, we find in Perki Avais, wherever one learns Torah, Avay Elecha Ubeirachticha brings the shechina. Yerashamayim, God says, Aya Hashamayim Kisi Viharet Hadoim Ragloi. And even though God has the whole world, God says, but where do I look? I look El Oni Unecheruach Vechared Aldavari. The Yare Shamayim. God rests on the Yare Shamayim. God rests on someone who doesn't gaze into the future. Like Rashi says, Tamim Tia Im Hashem Eloikecha. If one is Tamimostik, then they are with God. And then finally, Yerashamayim. The um, we said to Yerashamayim, Tamimos, and uh, we have Taira and humi- and humility. We know that uh, of all the places in the world, God rests on the humble. El Oni Unecheruach Vecharid Alzvari. Says Rav Weiss, all these four ingredients we find in Noyach. Um, we know that Noyach was a Tamim. Tamim haya b'dayroisav. Rashi in Avodah says, what does it mean Noyach was a Tamim? He was an Anav. Tamim means Anav. And Tamim haya b'dayroisav. He was Tamim. And we know Noyach had Yerashamayim. How do we know Noyach had Yerashamayim? The Pasuk says, Es Ho'eloikim, his halich, noyach, Targum Onkel says, Bidachalto dashem, halich, noyach. In the fear of God, noyach walked. So we see, noyach had Yerushalayim. So again, 
Ela todes noach, noach is like, Tamim, Tamim is anivos, Tamim is wholeheartedness with Hashem. Yerashamayim. And also we know that Noyach learned Torah because Hashem told Noyach, all the animals that are Tahar, I want you to bring seven of each. Rashi points out, Ha'asida liyos Tahar liyosor, they are destined to be Tahar. Lamadnu, from here we learn, Shalomad Noyach Torah, then Noyach learned Torah. So Noyach was humble Tamim. He was Tamim. He was Yarei Shamayim, Esolikim Esalich Noyach. And Noyach learned Torah. So Noyach had all the ingredients of Chain. Is it any wonder then? Ve'noyach ma'atzachein ve'nei Hashem. But let's take this one step further. We mentioned that not only did God consider Noyach to have favor, but Hashem loved Noyach. You remembered Noyach with love. Why? Why did God love Noyach? So let's turn for a moment to one of the most amazing episodes in Tanakh. Shmuel Alech Perak Tezayin. Shmuel is assigned to go to the house of Yishai in Beis Lechem and to anoint one of Yishai's sons, the new king of Israel. So Shmuel comes to Beis Lechem and he sees Eliav, the son of Yishai. And Shaul is struck by his appearance, his noble bearing. And he thinks to himself, this must be the one, this will be the new king of Israel. And Shmuel says, Ach neged Hashem Meshichai. This is the anointed one. And Shmuel says, No, sorry. Vayoyim Hashem el Shaul. God said to Shaul, Al tabir Maria, don't look at his appearance. V'yal goiva kamas, or look at his height. Ki me'astiyu. I am disgusted with him. Ki loyasher yireh ha'adam. I don't see things the way man sees. Ki ha'adam yireh lo'inayim. V'ashem yireh lo'levav. Man sees the outside. But Hashem says, I see the heart. And the Gemara points out that by the other sons of Yishai, Shmuel just said, nah, not this one, not this one, not this one. But by Eliyav, he said, I, I'm, don't look at his height, don't look at his appearance, I'm disgusted with him. Says the Gemara, that implies that until then, God loved Eliyav, and now he rejected him. Says the Gemara, yes, Hashem detected a defect in Eliyav's personality. And that rendered him unworthy to assume this great position. What was Aliyah's defect? The Gemara says Aliyah's defect was anger. He would become angry. In fact, Aliyah became angry with David and criticized David for leaving his post to watch the war. Why was God discussed with Aliyah? Because he was a person who became angry. Anger the Gemara says is a defect, and Hashem is disgusted with it. Ki hakoyes, One who is gets angry, even if he is deserving of greatness, they they demote him. And therefore, says Rapam, if we see that God hates someone who is angry then maybe this gives us insight into why Noyach found favor in the eyes of Hashem. 
And in fact, the Sefer Charedim writes, the Sefer Charedim was one of the Tzadikim Nistarim in the times of Arizal, and I just made a photocopy of it before the Shir. One second. Here you have the Sefer Charedim. I hope to be in Eretz Yisrael maybe in uh, four weeks or so. And hopefully we could go to Tzvas and visit the, the Charedim. He, he writes that in, in uh, Parak Samach Vav Ois Ayin Hey, if a person wants to find favor in the eyes of Hashem, don't get angry. Why? It says Noyach found favor in the eyes of Hashem. But it doesn't say why. We don't know why. Says the Charedim, all we know is his name. That he was Noyach. And he was Noyach. That means he must have been calm. He didn't get angry. Noyach. He was a calm guy. Why does it say Noyach three times? Ela todos Noyach. Noyach is tzaddik. It says Noyach three times. He was calm in the way he spoke. He was calm in the way he acted. He was calm in the way he walked. And since we don't know exactly why he found favor in the eyes of Hashem, says the Sefer Haredim, we could assume it's because he didn't get angry. After all, can you imagine? He barely got any sleep. One time he came late to the lion and the lion gave him a bite. Chazal say he was so busy with the animals, he was coughing blood. Imagine he finally fell asleep at 3.45 a.m. And at 3.50, some annoying bird, were making some crazy noise, woke up Noyach. Why didn't Noyach take his pots of hands, bang the cage of the bird and say, Hey bird, if you make that noise one more time, I'm open up my window and I'm letting you out of here. Be happy I saved your life. Now you're barking that the food is not on time. How about this, birds? When I get up, I'm going to dive in chakras, I'll eat breakfast, and after that, I'll feed you when it's good for me. You don't, you don't need to tell me when you're ready to eat. I'll let you know when I'm ready to feed you. No, Noach didn't get angry. He didn't get annoyed. He didn't get agitated. He took everything in stride. He was calm in his manner of speech. He was calm in the way he acted. He was calm in the way he conducted himself. And says uh, the Sefer Haredim, we don't know why Noyach was saved. All we know is his name and it's safe to assume that is why he found favor in the eyes of Hashem. Says Rav Pam, the Gemara tells us in Psachim, there are three people who Hashem loves. It's a Gemara Mpsachim Kuf Yud Gimel One of the three people Hashem loves is someone who doesn't get angry. And if we find in Chazal Vagames Noyach Be'ahava Zacharta, then we could assume that the reason why God loved Noyach is because Noyach didn't get angry. Now, what is the root of anger? The root of anger is gaiva. But as we pointed out, Rashi Navoidazara says he was Tamim, he was a shuffle, he was an anav, and therefore um, that's why he was Zoicha Techein, Vla Anovim Yitain Chaim. So Nayak had an unusual patience. So the Sefer Haredim is revealing that Nayak was saved 
and Noach found favor because he didn't get angry. Is that another reason? No, we would say it's it's the same reason because he was humble and he was therefore he was someone who didn't get angry. And the Gemara Sachim says one of the three people who Hashem loves is someone who doesn't get angry. I want to add a small chiddush over here. You know, Noach comes out of the teva, and Noach gets drunk. And Noach was punished severely for getting drunk. Vayachel Noach, God said you shouldn't have gotten drunk. Okay, maybe you shouldn't have gotten drunk, but you know, why was, why was this such a severe criticism? Why was this so bad? He didn't do any Avera. And uh, thought to say, the Gemara Sachim on Kofi Gimon Beis says there are three people that God loves. One is someone who doesn't get angry, and one is someone who doesn't get drunk. So Noyach of all people had to be really careful not to get drunk. Because the whole reason he was saved is he said, God, look, I'm one of the three people you love. I don't get angry, you know. I'm Shloisha HaKadosh Baruch Hu Three people God loves. One of them is Misha Enoi Koyes. My name is Noyach. I'm Noyach B'Diburai. I'm Noyach B'Masai. I'm Noyach B'Hiluchai. So God says, you're right. You're Matzachim Be'ena. You are Matzachim Be'enai. I'm going to save you while the whole world is being destroyed. I am going to save you. But now Noyach has to be really careful not to get drunk because he can't have his cake and eat it. If he wants to be eligible to Shlosh HaKadosh Baruch he better make sure not to violate any of the others. But Marv Rabbi we see from here something uh, rather amazing. The whole world was being destroyed. All of mankind was being wiped off. All the animals, all the plants. There's one man standing. This is a man who finds favor in the eyes of Hashem. And that means we have to study his ways and try to identify what did he do to find favor in the eyes of Hashem. And what we're learning is, Nayach was humble. Nayach was Tamim. Nayach had Yerashamayim. Nayach learned Torah. And according to the Sefer Haredim, more than anything else, he was calm. He was always calm. And because he was calm, he didn't get angry. And because he didn't get angry, God loved him. So you could look around the shul and you could try to think, oh, who is the person on the highest madrega? And sometimes our value system is somewhat distorted. Oh, he's the, he does this mitzvah, he does that mitzvah. Sometimes we forget some of the basic midais that are matzachin be'ine Hashem, which according to Sefer Haredim, was the fact that Noyach remained calm. And uh, let's try to learn the lesson of the name Noyach. He was Noyach b'diburai, Noyach b'ma'asav, Noyach b'hiluchai, and therefore he was matzachin be'ine Hashem. Kemar v'raboisai, thank you for coming. Great to see everyone. Baruch Have a great day.